Hello everybody and welcome back to the Four Quarter Talk podcast with myself, Jack Brazil, and my co-host, as always, Josh Mazzoke. Say what's up, Josh? What's up? Two weeks in a row, consistency is key. Consistency is the key to success and another key to our success is our big Lithuanian friend, Matas Baranowskis. How are you, Matas? I'm good, thank you. He's our technical engineer for today, helped us with the cameras. We would not be... um, We'd be back to a slideshow if it wasn't for Matas today, so we we thank him for that. but yeah, how is everyone t- today? I know Josh, you you just come back from a game last night. Yeah, dealing man, with a bit of an injury today. Limp, I limped my way in, man. Someone yeah. tried to take me out, but yeah. uh, you know we're through to the quarterfinals of the of the cups. So Love that. Clap it up, man. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, another sporting team that's had success recently is the uh, Solent Futsal team. A, a, little, <laughs> a little away trip to Wales, six-one. Left left their country with another L. Um, yeah, we repping, man. Yeah, man. We, we holding it down. Shout you? out Solon Futsal, man. You know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, putting Solon on the map. Exactly. Matas, do you, do you play any sports? Nah. Nah. I just work. You work a lot? Yes, exactly. Got paid those bills. Exactly. Exactly. The dance team hasn't recruited you yet? Nah, unfortunately. Is there a dance team? Uh, it's yeah. probably cheerleaders. But I'm not chilly, That is dance. No, no. Probably <laughs> not Lithuanian dance, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can broaden your horizons. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. Yeah, uh, it doesn't look that. I just like wave your f- the pom poms around, isn't it? And yeah, you can throw, and you could probably throw uh, you throw people as well. Yeah, you you could be a you could be a base, bro. Oh, uh, when there's the NBA, the NBA ones when they just throw and catch. Yeah, you could do that. You got it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's a bit late now, anyway. We have no time We're for nearly that. out of here. I have no out time for that. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, man, we're seniors now, so we're seniors. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start talking about some basketball, anyway. Um, NBA, as always, is throwing up loads of different storylines, loads of different rumors. Um, and before we get into the the main topic of today's episode, uh, there's been an interesting report about James Harden possibly wanting to move away from the Brooklyn Nets. Um, testing the market in free agency and the 76ers has, have emerged as a trade destination or a free agency destination for James Harden he's apparently not happy with life in Brooklyn he's a bit um, dismayed by the whole Kyrie Irving situation um, what, what do you think the likelihood is that James Harden will not be in Brooklyn at the end of this season I think it's definitely a possibility um, he's been linked to the 76ers for a while now uh, when he initially requested a trade um, it was clear that they, they were one of the destinations that he was strongly considering. You know, he's got the ties with um, with Daryl Morey, and he he's clearly holding out with Ben Simmons uh, because he's he's seeking out Harden in a potential like side and trade. Um, and yeah, it has been it has been frustrating since he's got into Brooklyn. We haven't really been able to see the full potential of the Nets. You know, they, yeah. their big three have barely played. Still, they've barely played. I don't know if they even played 20 games with each other. I think it was something like 14 together. Yeah, so um, if if that fate continues and it looks likely with Kyrie's status, which he's you know expressed a lot, he's of, adamant he's not changing, yeah, and he's not, and Harden has expressed a lot of frustration with it. Every time Kyrie comes up in an interview, it's kind of like he's talking about how great Kyrie is, but he's emphasizing we need him every game, yeah. and that's clearly a point of frustration, as it should be. Um, so with that being a place that. You know he's 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 familiar and he's comfortable with Daryl Morey. I mean he's you know he's referenced living in Brooklyn and you know the state tax and stuff like that. So um, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Do you think it'll be a, a sign and trade job with? Yeah, I think it has to be. Ben with Simmons. Their, yeah, it would be with Ben Simmons. And I think the Nets wouldn't be. They wouldn't be They're too not, mad about. Yeah, that. exactly. They would not be too mad about that because. Obviously, having that firepower with those big with the big three they have right now is great, but it is low, like Harden and Kyrie are li- like they're a little bit, I wouldn't say redundant, but they wouldn't lose a lot from having one or the other with a Ben Simmons but, that fits their fits what they need a little bit more. But what you also have to take into consideration is, I don't think those COVID regulations are changing anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, that is that so, is definitely a factor. So yeah. if you lose Harden. You you don't you don't gain a eighty two season Kyrie. You still only have a forty one game season Kyrie. And That's honest, with health. Kyrie's peak is probably like seventy. Exactly. Well, maybe six. Maybe sixty five. And look, we all know how fantastic Kyrie is when he's on the court. I yeah. mean, he can walk into a twenty five point game. Very efficient scorer. Um, but have you know having to rely on Kevin Durant for obviously, you know, if there's one offensive player you want to rely on, Kevin Durant is not a terrible option. But I don't think you win a championship with. Just Kevin Durant and um, Ben Simmons um, playing the whole season. Uh, I think James Harden 
you know, he, Kevin Durant is probably very grateful to James Harden that he can shoulder some of that offensive burden and Ben Simmons comes in and obviously improves that that defence massively and is a massive defensive upgrade on James Harden but um, on the offensive end they lose a lot there I think um, This would be a great on paper trade but um, yeah. I think they'd have to make some other moves around it though Yeah, if they wanted would. to stay as contenders because as we see now the East is getting more and more competitive every season um, the Bucks don't look like they're going away anytime soon the Bulls are emerging um, the Heat are always going to be competitive so uh, I, don't, I think Ben Simmons isn't enough to take you over the top there. Um, but for James Harden, um, the chance to have a pick and roll with Joel Embiid must be tantalising for him. Because, um, you know, Joel Embiid is probably the most dominant big man in the game right now. Yeah, just um, seeing how he's holding it down right now without Ben Simmons and no replacement for Ben Simmons right now uh, shows that they definitely have the core there to make, to make something work. And I think those two would complement each other fantastically as well. Um, which, which would again make the 76ers another contender in the East that the Nets would have to deal with. Uh, Not gonna lie, I, would, I think Sixers would be one of the like these contenders to win it. If they go Harden. Yeah, because right now, like you can see what Embiid is doing. He, he's he has like averaging like 30 plus in the yeah. last 15 games. Yeah. So he, and he's all alone. So if he gets help, yeah, with Harden, so. They don't need like because Harden used to carry team through the yeah. regular season and then burn out in the playoffs. Same with Embiid, and when if they two Came both together. two combine like, <sighs> imagine the number of free throws as well. Oh my! Oh, oh my! The games day. would be like four <laughs> hours long. <man. laughs> the games would be like four hours long. Twenty 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 free throws game between two players. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think it wouldn't be a one for one though. Obviously, no, Harden no, has no. enough yeah. value to bring in a, a couple more players from the Sixers. Who, who, do you think? Do you think Harris will be packaged in that as well? Yeah, I think that died. Well, I don't that's think a lot so. of money though. Because, because of, of the count, I don't think it's it because of, of contract. Yeah. Who, what other piece do you think? I've made Curry. like a Seth Curry. Seth Curry would be very good for the, yeah. the Nets yeah. actually, yeah. especially if they get Ben Simmons another shooter. Will, you need more shooting. Yeah. They have they have quite a lot of shooting to begin with with oh. Joe Harris and Pat, Patty Mills, but yeah. when you're getting Ben Simmons, you need another two or three shooters because of his inability. And to shoot. I assume then. Yeah. Is Ben Simmons the point guard then? No, if, he needs to move to like the four or something. Yeah, but they have then Kelly plays a three and then it's fine. Yeah, yeah, because they need that interior defense yeah, exactly. more than yeah, that, yeah. that perimeter defense. Um, but they need both to be fair, and Ben Simmons is very good at both. Yeah. I just think I don't think Ben Simmons is. I think the ceiling with Ben Simmons at a four is a lot higher than the ceiling with Ben oh, Simmons yeah, at a one. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure. When especially on play, offense, you well. don't have to really worry about him being a shooter. If yeah, if if you put him in like a Draymond Green type role, you don't have to worry about him shooting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like he played a few games for Sixers as yeah, well. Yeah, when MB and he was, was out, and he was, he was amazing. Yeah. Do you think the Nets would ask for um, a thigh ball back? Uh, I know the Sixers do don't want to part with him, but if you can get or James, if you Harden, can get James Harden, that's, a, that's the difference that between not winning a championship and winning a championship. Yeah. It's James Harden. Yeah. yeah. So at, and at I think point. if you, if you get Thibault and Simmons and you you center that around Kyrie and KD, yeah, you can't be you can't be too um, stubborn with that because yeah. if you think about it, if they can get Harden out of Simmons, when right now you can't get anything out of Simmons, true. You like you got to you go take through. what you can get really. Yeah, and that, long, that's a big thing to get. As long as you're getting Harden, that's a lot more than the Rockets got. Um, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. As long as, you're, as long as you're getting Simmons, who's an All-Star caliber player, defensive player of the year candidate, you're you're happy with that. Um, but if if we're looking at the, the Eastern Conference this season. We know it's extremely competitive. I think right now there's uh, about four teams with 30 wins. Um, it looks like the the strength of conferences is almost flipped on its head, with the East now being um, the hotbed. Miami leading the way with 31 wins, closely followed by Chicago, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia, who who are all within two games of each other. It's only four and a half games between seventh, the Hornets at seventh, and the first seed. Yeah, so crazy close right now. Obviously, a lot of these teams have all had their injury worries, um, all kind of coming out the other side of that now, apart from the, the Bulls, who just lost Derek Jones for six to eight weeks. As long as the Bulls having surgery on Friday, six to eight weeks. Alex Crusoe's out for six to eight weeks. But I think we have the pieces to stay um, in a, in and around one to four. Um, if we're looking at the Eastern Conference, then who do we think? 
I know it's a, there's a long way to go, but on paper, right now, how the season's going, who do we expect to be in that Eastern Conference Finals matchup? Oh, the matchup. Um, Bucks. I, I like the Bucks. I, I Bucks. have the Bucks in the finals. Uh, yeah, Eastern so Conference you... matchup, uh, finals matchup. Um, Bucks and Heat. I wouldn't put the Nets there because I think there's so many question yeah, marks. The Nets. That that playoff situation with Kyrie yeah. is gonna be. It's gonna be too much. I think if the Nets, especially net... imagine if they get uh, Toronto as the opponent in the first round. Toronto is not an easy matchup. And Kyrie can't play in Toronto either. Yeah, wow. yeah, he can't play in Toronto. So basically, it would be yeah. KD and Harden against uh, the Raptors. And we saw that. Well, I guess we kind of saw that against the Bucks, but uh, Harden was definitely hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bucks he was series. hurt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I because think it's one thing not having. It's one thing the Nets without Kyrie, but when it's similar to the Seventy Sixers situation. You don't even have a, a replacement. Like it's, it's not like you're trading Kyrie. It's like you just don't have Kyrie. Yeah, you don't have that it's level. In of r- r- it's not like in fantasy where you can go into IR and pick someone up. <laughs> yeah, you literally you have to ride Patty Mills kind yeah, of, and, and obviously um, Patty Mills is a great player. Well, he started Kyrie. season very well. Yeah, Patty yeah, Mills. yeah, of course, but he's not Kyrie Irving. Yeah, exactly. and there was um, there was an interesting thing uh, Nick Wright said. I know I'm quoting Rick Wright, but it, it was a really good point though. Um, in that last uh, in that last month leading up to the playoffs, I think Kyrie plays about for the last month he plays about like one game maybe mm. before the playoffs. So like that that he is, might be, he might come in with some rust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And to just insert him mid series and then he misses another like yeah. half yeah. week and then he's back again. So you're not even getting like peak. You're not getting you know mid season form Kyrie or Ky- he won't get that momentum. Like, I mean, if uh, anyone's Nets, a weapon that you can just insert is Kyrie. Oh, Nets almost clearly. don't want home court advantage in the playoffs. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's they, because you know although you get the advantage of the crowd, I think Kyrie's way more valuable. Exactly. There isn't really an advantage of a crowd well, in exactly. the Nets. Well. Exactly. Jokic <laughs> got MVP chance last night so <laughs> no, um, there was there was like a tweet I think when when they playing the Lakers the other day and it was like Kyrie should be allowed to play in this game because it's clearly not a home oh game. yeah I saw that one yeah I saw that one like, <laughs> yeah they so yeah, I think the Knicks Milwa- definitely own New York oh yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. Uh, I think Mil- Milwaukee is, is an Eastern Conference final like I think with their big three we've seen how good they still are and although they got off to quite um, an underwhelming start to their standards you know, you we saw we saw the, what the record was with with everyone healthy, and it's still you know it's clear that that big three is um, championship DNA, um, and Giannis is so dominant. I, th- I don't think a team in the NBA has an answer for him. Yeah, but I wonder what's happening with Brook Lopez because he's been out for a time now. He has been out for a yeah, long. When time. When they do bring him back, I think they, they need to bring him off the bench. Yeah, because Bobby. But Portis, he helped Bobby Portis. Is Bobby Portis is definitely a better game. option. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like Brook helps. It's him good to have Brook. Yeah, you need exactly. Brook as you a need Brooke. as a weapon. Yeah, as a, as a some some depth. Yeah. 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 yeah um. Yeah. But Bobby Portis has stepped up fantastically into that yeah. role. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. And they they've I think I think he's maybe improved them. In fact. Um, yeah, he has a lot more versatility. What what, what are we saying for? So we're saying Milwaukee. We like Milwaukee's chances going into the Eastern Conference Finals. I would love to see a Heat Bucks. Yeah, same, that, that's same. what we need. Both teams completely healthy. Yeah, well, I think that would be uh, what third year in the row they're playing uh, playoffs then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, last year didn't go very well. For oh, yeah, let's see if uh, Jimmy Butler has any answers for Brim, for Bryn Forbes. This <laughs> <laughs> well, Bryn Forbes is not there, so <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the boogeyman has gone. So we'll see. We'll see how it works. It'll be Grayson Allen this time. Oh, oh no, oh, that um, guy. Tyler Hero versus Grayson Allen. School shooter for <laughs> school, school threats. White boy summer matchup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, obviously in in the bubble, Miami was so successful with that that wall defence and now that Giannis has kind of evolved his game since then it's not as effective um, but I think still Bam Adebayo is probably I would say in the east is probably the best defender you could put on Giannis right? Yeah Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Um, out of any team obviously Cleveland have, have that oh yeah they're, they're <laughs> that three that three headed monster um, maybe four headed monster with Laurie Markkinen as well they should they should just get back Taco Fool as well at this point. <laughs> um, if they if they're coming up against Giannis, but they can trade for Bobo if they want. With, I mean, with with Cleveland, how this is obviously a young team, new team, a lot of new pieces doing 
we exceeding everyone's expectations if we're being honest yeah. um we we weren't sure how this this um tool lineup was going to pan out we didn't know how Colin Sexton and Darius Garland were going to get along together but they're exceeding everyone's expectations if we're talking playoff success though how does that translate i really as as young as they are um i do they have the formula like they have a go-to scorer and they have Defense, defense translates to the playoffs. Like, mm. it's that's not a thing. Defense is a thing that you can rely on. Like, you have the tools. You have players that have effort. Well, defense wins championships, right? Exactly. Because yep. offense, like you know, teams like in the past, like the Clippers, who you know they have a lot of you know tough scorers that that would get difficult shots but make them. That can you you can go cold, but you're not gonna go cold on defense. Yep. And with with them two, with Jarrett Allen. And uh, and Mobley inside like that's that's difficult to they have a, they have an answer for every team really. exactly yeah and Kevin Love is playing well like he's Fantastic. been playing yeah, well he's, recently he's, I mean like, no one foresaw, no one saw Kevin Love re- reviving his Cleveland career right we all thought it was the writing was on the wall that he was done there uh, but he's had he has he's had talks with JB Bigstaff JB Bigstaff put it all on paper said. This is what your role is going to be. You can either accept it or, or you won't play. And he's. It looks like he's accepted it with open arms, and he's thriving in that role. Basically, all he has to do is shoot threes and grab rebounds. Yeah. And that's p- perfect for Kevin Love, especially in a older stage of his career where he's not as athletic anymore. Um, and he's he's thriving in that role. Uh, he's a really like scoring punch off the bench. Um, and he's obviously going to help in the playoffs because he's been there, done that. Um, and a lot of these young guys haven't so you need someone like that to get you through a playoff series sometimes um, but in terms of the Cavs I, I don't think they're as big of a threat to Milwaukee as even Philly or Miami or yeah they don't have a superstar yeah. even the Bulls are um, what do we think of Philadelphia obviously a lot of their success is going to rely on Joel Embiid's shoulders um, obviously when Embiid is fit and healthy he's a monster yeah, and you're, you're, you're going to you know what to expect from Joel B, but that is the biggest question about Yeah, I can see he, him just uh, just being tired like, yeah, all, like basically like every season. He's not going to... He can't keep this up for a yeah. full season and three and, you know, two rounds before the Eastern Conference Finals. That That is the incentive to get Harden um, at all costs because yeah. you need you need someone that's going to support uh, Embiid so that he does like this type of output is not going to last I mean remember last season he was you know him and Jokic were going back and forth for that MVP for that MVP race but he couldn't outlast physically so um, yeah I don't see it with everything on his shoulders uh, his track his track record says he's not going to make it that far yeah um, I'm coming to the Bulls then where, where do we think the Bulls are because Picked Zach Levine back up off of injury. Javonte Green's back now. Obviously, we have those three pieces I mentioned earlier out for a long time, but they should be back before the playoffs. Lonzo Ball took the decision to have surgery now, so he's ready for the playoffs, which is a good sign that um, the Bulls are focused on winning in the playoffs now. Um, where, where where do we think this team ceiling is then? Listen, I love the Bulls, yeah, and believe it or not, like as much as as much as I go back and forth with you, like there's not many teams where. Like I'm happy to see them winning, mm. and they're not like not my own team because it's just refreshing to see like the Bulls on top again. Yeah, it's been but a while. It's been it a long, is really like Demar is having like a great season, but it's really difficult to overlook his playoff history. Like it's so, yeah. it's so difficult, and that's not confirmed yet. And you, there's a lot of unknowns on that team. Well, I think I think what you said earlier kind of it worried me a bit when you said that where you can have elite shot makers but they can go cold. I think a lot of the Bulls' success this year, I think when um, Zach and Demar score over twenty points, we're seventeen and five, um, and a lot of that is to do with their high elite level shot making. Like they make some of the toughest shots you you ever see, especially Demar Derozan. You know, s- turn around, triple pump fake. Yeah. The champion type things; those aren't going to fool for you all the time in the playoffs. The elite superstars, they being able to make tough shots—that's that's something they will have in their bag. But also being able to force easy ones is a big is a big deal as yeah. well. LeBron can get himself an easy basket. KD yeah. effortless. Steph can get his open, you know, his his open threes, things like that. So you need you need ways to get easy offense. Billy Donovan. Um, he he produces quite like he he's really good and really creative offensively, 
but uh, he worries me in the playoffs. Like when he played um, Houston in the first round, like there were a lot of questionable decision. There's a lot of questionable decision making. Um, I think he can. I think he can figure it out and make it work. But it's just a lot of unknown. You know, they have a high, they have high potential. It's just some of those other teams are a little bit more established. Yeah, and I think I think as much as we have high potential, we also have um, potential to to fail as well. Yeah. Um, especially with Vucevic's inconsistent play, uh, we don't really have a rim rim defender. So there's a lot of there is still f- quite a few holes in this team that need to be answered. Um, but I think when when we're full strength, as you said, with our defense, I think when Caruso is back, when Derek Jones Jr. is back, when um, Lonzo Ball is back, um, I think defensively we can we can hang with the best of them. But the one thing that does scare me a lot is Giannis. If we come into Giannis before the Eastern Conference Finals, I don't think we have a chance. That's forty and fifteen. Yeah, it is. Um, Maybe 40, 40 and twenty even because <laughs> he, our only good rebounder pretty much is is Vucevic. Yeah, he's um, not a great rebounder as well. No, he's a good. Re- he's a very good rebounder. He's alright. He has like twenty five double doubles this year. Twenty five. Yeah, top eight in the league. Top eight. Put some, put some respect on his name, man. But okay, that, but that's because like there's no other ball contesting him for any rebound <laughs> because he's so much taller than everyone. He just yeah. goes up there and grabs it. Um, but yeah, what, what you said with Billy Donovan um, does scare me a little bit. I think he's he's, he's had really he's been high quite highs. proactive this year. Don't he's had really high highs and really low lows. Yeah. Like, um, but you would you would have hoped he he'd matured and taken those lessons because this year, I w- what I will say is that when he's had to make an adjustment, he's made the right one. Um, he no- it feels like he knows his roster inside out and in knows the, what each player can give him at different times of the game. In the last season of OKC, um, he, you know. Leading up to that year, um, I, my my opinion, like he was holding our team back. Yeah, um, you had our last season with KD. Um, we flamed out in the playoffs. Those first three games, I was like, this he is clearly out coaching Steve Kerr. He made yeah. so many great adjustments, and then those last three, we just completely fell apart. Then, in the season with CP3, you know, he had the three, he had the revolutionary three guard lineup. Um, we were doing a lot of great things. You know, he. I mean, what he was my uh, coach of the year, and what did he win? I think he won the coaches' vote. Yeah, for coach of the year. Yeah, he um, won something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then when it got to the playoffs, he left a sour taste because, like those, like it was just terrible adjustments. I think because um, we we narrowly lost game seven. And I think he like drew a play for like Stephen Adams to like catch the ball at like the top of the three. Like, <laughs> what, what what are we doing? So, but no, he he's definitely creative, um, and he's I'm, definitely I'm, worked for the Bulls. I just hope he in just the playoffs he doesn't live and die by Demar Derozan and Zach Levine, which yeah. is what we've seen him do in the past. I think what we need. I think what we need is for Demar to not have too much pressure on himself because yeah. that's what happened. That's what happens with the the Raptors. Obviously, yeah. they ran into LeBron. But a lot of the time he but, was relied on to do a lot of playmaking and a lot of the scoring. But I don't but think that's him. I think having Zach Levine next exactly, to him is, is exactly. a massive help. I don't. Yeah, really. Uh, Demar Derozan's never had a teammate as highly skilled on the offensive end yeah. as Zach Levine. Yeah, that's or what, as high yeah. or as high level scorer as Zach Levine. So that takes a lot of pressure off Demar Derozan's shoulder, and in turn, that takes a lot of um, pressure off Zach Levine's shoulders as well. Having Demar Derozan next to him, um, I think that's why in the regular season it has worked so well so yeah. far. And then even then, you also have Nikola Vucevic who can get you some easy offence inside although at times he's not as aggressive as I would like him to be he settles a lot for mid-rangers and jumpers when he's one of the better post players in the, in the league um, and even if you watch a Bulls game you'll hear Stacey King say about 15 times a game <laughs> Vuce you've got to be aggressive Vuce you've got to put him in the basket you've got, you've got a smaller man on you why are you passing out to Levine for a three because the easiest easiest basket you can get in the NBA is a layup right yeah. so um, I think Vucevic um, he's a very up and down player this year. Yeah, I think it hinges on. Um, I think he's our ceiling raiser. Yeah, it, it, it hinges on him and a bit Levine as well, because because Levine, this would be his playoff. Yeah, we don't know what he's. So we don't be know because like. I mean, we've seen a lot of young players um, just start start out in the playoffs and just go off. You know, it's yeah. their coming out by. But then we've also seen you know Julius Randle last season. <laughs> yeah, we, we've seen, I mean, we've I, seen the opposite I, as well. I trust him. Yeah, I have no doubts that Zach Levine will the be the way he will plays. Be a great, you know, great player performer. 
I, I have every, you know, I have confidence that he'll have a Devin Booker type debut. But I mean, that that combination of elite athleticism with elite shot making, um, I think will will translate very well to the playoffs. And then you have players like Caruso as well. I mean, Caruso is arguably our most important player. Um, I, I shared that stat with you last week on our defensive ratings with without him and with him in the lineup. Um, I think he he orchestrates the the defense. He's a great. He can switch onto anyone. He can guard one through five. Um, gets his hand on uh, in passing lanes. I think uh, Crusoe. And he's got the what? He's got the most championship experience on the. On he the does. Roster, so. He does. Although it was in the bubbles, does it really count? Um, <laughs> so I think Crusoe coming back is going to be of utmost importance. Lonzo Ball as well is similar similar defensive skill set to Alex Crusoe. Um, his playmaking is obviously missed. Um, and he's a, he's become a sniper from three point range. Um, I think when when everyone was healthy before all the COVID protocols, he was up right out there with three pointers made with in the entire league. That rarely takes a two, um, rarely gets to the line. He just lives and dies by the three. But he's he's become a great shooter in this league. So I think the Bulls, um, a lot of a lot of our success will rely on our health. Um, and you know I think um, with question marks about experience and fit and stuff with with new guys i think all of those have kind of been answered already i think I, i'm not too worried about how the guys will get on because of experience like we've got a, long, a lot of young guys i i think billy donovan has just put the mentality mentality into them that they can beat anyone yeah but the, it is so different just like watching the thunder over the years and just watching different teams over the years it is so different in the playoffs man yeah it's so different well, obviously i don't have much um much playoff experience myself. <laughs> Obviously, I've but, watched the playoffs, like, yeah, loads, yeah. but not. But not it's just so it, it is just so different when you have like no one's game planning for like. There's just players that they're not used to being game planned for. Mm. But then once it gets to the playoffs, and someone's like, "I take this away, take that away," and then they don't know what to do next. Like it's really hard, like because they're just really focusing on that one team for a whole for two weeks. So it is a different. Beast. And then, and then once you beat that team, you got to go again, and it's a mental thing. And yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see how the Eastern Conference shapes up. It should be really interesting. Um, even Charlotte, as you said, lurking there with twenty-seven wins. Boston with twenty-five wins. Um, probably more more a playing team, but you know we'll see. Yeah, about we'll five hundred. About five hundred. You did you a favor last night. Beat the, beat the Raptors. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, um, we got up. Let's let's talk about now then the the main focal point of today's episode are Eastern and Western Conference All Star starters. Uh, obviously, voting is soon closing uh, for the fans, and some cr- interesting returns. It has closed. Now. It's closed. Oh, it's closed now, has it? Yeah, okay. Um, some interesting returns. Um, obviously, Andrew Riggins was right up there in the West. I'm not sure if he made any of your two's ballots in the West, but we'll get there. Let's let's start out East um, with our starters. I think out east is pretty clear cut. I would assume. I would say the people that I, I assume you two have, Joel Embiid. Yeah. Both of Joel yeah. Embiid, Giannis obviously, yeah. mm-hmm. and KD. Kevin Durant, but he's not playing. He's, he's Give me Jared Allen. <laughs> <laughs> he's not making the All Star game. He's not making the All Star game. What the whole game? Yeah, I don't think so. Wait, but surely DeMar DeRozan is a lock as well. Oh, yeah. yeah and Trey Young, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, so there's four locks there. I would say five with Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah I said five. But I feel like Josh is trying to <laughs> stir let's, up a let's little Let's go bit. Jared Allen, yeah. So, Jared Allen... Fanta- I mean, having a fantastic year. Can't, can't deny that. Yeah. Fantastic can't year with the third seed, uh, the third seed Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah third seed. Too. His defensive impact is, like, is, is Second crazy. Second to none, yeah. Like, he... The, the Cavs I believe are top three in defense um, and that is a big that is the biggest reason why they're at yeah. why, why they're at the position they're at um, and he definitely he, he has the numbers to back it up I think he is averaging he's pretty comfortably averaging a double-double as well so he had he has like the Rudy Gobert um, Draymond case but with better stats though like what but how, how 16 much and, 16 and 11 but I, you you could argue that he doesn't have as big as a defensive impact as those other two because he's got someone like Evan Mobley next to him. Where I don't think Rudy Gobert or he's alone. Draymond Green have that much help. Um, although I do believe Jared Allen should be an all-star, but 
to have him. I'm talking about from previously because uh, what Gobert right now, their their defense is their defense is nowhere near um, what it the was. top anymore. Yeah. Um, but that's that's not his fault. I mean, he, Gobert has called all season for yeah, his teammates yeah. to um, kind of help him out. So I think it's more of a but yeah. It's the mixture for me. It's the mixture of the stats and the because he's shooting high efficiency as well, almost seventy percent from the field. Uh, so it's the mixture of having the numbers and and the defensive impact as well. Okay, but so so what's your argument then for for KD not being a star? Is it just the health? It's just, it's just health, honestly. Yeah. Well, he yeah. said he will sit out. Of the game, yeah, to focus on the playoffs. I think he'll still get voted in. He'll probably. It, it will be like last year when he was the captain and the starter, but he didn't play and they gave replacement. Didn't Jimmy Butler do that one year as well? He was a starter and he just didn't play the game. Yeah, he decided yeah. to play, but yeah. like Kelly. I think oh, I remember Lou Will was was mad that year, wasn't he? Oh yeah, because he didn't say it until like it was too late to replace yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. What year was this? Was it twenty? It was. He I was in it, Minnesota. I think it was um, three years ago. It was the year when it was the year before they got Kawhi, before the Clippers got Kawhi. Okay, yeah. so Lua was. I like, think he was on the uh, Butler would have been on the Sixers. I think maybe it was the year before that actually. Yeah, because if yeah, because Harris was still yeah, because Harris was still there, wasn't he? And yeah. then like Lou will had to be a Clipper at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys didn't have that great season. Yeah, so later. what 2019? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that's the year oh, he, they took the war the in the first round, they had to come back against the Warriors. Was it eighteen? They still had KD. Uh yeah, the year that then the year that uh, the Raptors won championship. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. Okay. That was a mad tangent. Like, it wasn't even relevant to us. Well, yeah. Speak, yeah. Speaking of Jimmy Butler, do you think he has a case to start this game? Absolutely. I, like, I, I had him. Yeah. I had him before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, wait, does he qualify as a... I forgot if he qualifies as a... That's the thing. Like, a, he might be so weird. Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's, it's position. I mean, that's the only reason Andrew Riggins was getting any kind exactly. of starting he consideration. Was for, uh, because he, they put him down as a guard, right? No. Or a, no, a forward. They put, yeah, they put, a forward. They put yeah, that's the only reason he was getting any consider. If he was a guard, he wouldn't have any chance. Yeah, exactly. Really. Um, so it's, I, th- I think personally, I think they should just do positionless. They should just have the because f- even the NBA now is kind of a positionless game. Yeah, let's just get the top twenty-five players in. Yeah, literally, um, and maybe don't even do it by conference. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense to do. Just have a pool, just have two players you elect as captains. Have a pool. They're not of, even playing conferences. Exactly. Um, so I think. The only other player I could make a case for starting this game out of those five in the East is Zach Levine as a starter. Yeah, yeah. Probably over Trey Young, but I think Trey Young has had a fantastic yeah, statistical crazy. season. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a graph the other day uh, where it was offensive points added, and um, I think he has the most in the NBA behind only Jokic. Uh, so. That Hawks team obviously falls apart without Trey Young, uh, and Trey, but Zach Levine has the argument of the record and obviously being the second seed in the East. But I think for me personally, I don't look too much at team records when I'm picking these players. I, I think it's more of a personal achievement, more of a, a personal accolade. So that's why I had Trey, Trey Young over Zach Levine. But you know how tempted I was to put Zach Levine in there because Zach Levine again is having a. 25, 50, 40, 90 type season. I don't think anyone would be mad if DeRozan and Levine start the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bulls should definitely have two all yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, they were, yeah, Zach Levine. DeRozan and Levine, they both get in. Yeah. He's a lockdown all star. I think yeah. um, it was quite funny the Bulls still campaigning for Vooch to be an all star. <laughs> that ship has sailed a long time ago. Um, was, like they would tweet a picture after he's had like a, a terrible performance where he shot like two for 10 from three. Like, oh, they. Next the day, Lakers, it'll be like Vooch is an all star. But the Lakers were setting up Russ for hate. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> like Russ had one of his like worst games or something, and then the next day, like they put a picture of him like this man is Russ all star. Come on, now. they're just it's putting just him in the, the engagement, man. Hundred yeah, percent. That's crazy. Well, let's let's move over to the West then, because I feel like there's a little bit more contention here. There's a um, l- l- less spaces locked down. Yeah, speaking of Russ. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm joking. Russ will be nowhere I'm near jo- that game. Well, relax, relax. I'm joking. I'm yeah. joking. I'm not. I'm not that much of a. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say skills challenge, but he can't hit a three, so he, <laughs> he's not gonna be the skills challenge. Um, 
dunk contest? Nah. <laughs> no chance. They don't get uh, in contest. You saw that poster on, uh, on Gobert. Yeah. But yeah. He, he's not a dunk contest. Yeah, but all, dunker. all he's got is the. He's not a dunk backs. contest dunker. Yeah, he's not. Right. He's, he's more like a. A fer- like a ferocious, like athletic type. Yeah, he said himself, I don't, do- I, yeah, I don't do dunk contests, I dunk on people. Yeah. So, um, so West End, let's, I'm going to take you through what I think are locked positions. Yeah. Jokic, obviously. Yeah. Yep. Curry, Absolutely. obviously. No. Curry's not he a lock? Sh- he should be, he should be a lock. For, for starting? Yeah. Let's think about it. Yeah, I know what How long mean? is this slump been? How long is this like, slump been? Like it's been a while. Ten games? Like two months, bro. Yeah. Think about it. It's, it's true. The thing is, he yeah, was I know, like I know, he's I shooting forty one percent. He was of like an MVP look for yeah, like exactly. the first bit, but the last, it's been terrible. Like really bad. He's been disappointed. So, all right, John Moran, look, yeah, first start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I th- yeah. See, yeah. I think he, he's a lot, but I think Donovan Mitchell's right there. Donovan Mitchell is right, but, yeah, but he, I think John, he's John not Ra- having that kind of season. As well, well, this is this is the interesting thing because if you look statistically, it's quite similar, and obviously the the team record is very similar as well. But do you think Jar is getting this appreciation because he's the hot new thing on the block? Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, and like Donovan, Donovan Mitchell done it in the playoffs, fifty point games in the playoffs, been a been a stand up player in this league for a while now. So I think the NBA always wants a shiny new to- new toy and I oh, think yeah. that's why Ja Morant But it's like you were talking about with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley is that Ja is like the clear cut leader of that team. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas Donovan like he you know, you've got that really good bear. And Grizzlies are above for Utah so Yeah. But at, at, at the same time, as you say that Donovan Mitchell offensively adds so much to that team as John Morant does. John Morant also has um, a great defensive supporting cast like Jerry, uh, Jaron Jackson. He's been amazing on defense this year. Mm-hmm. Um, top five in blocks in in the league this year. So as much as you can make the case that Donovan Mitchell has help, I think ja- yeah, John Morant has more help than people realise. No, I think no, I don't think the impact is the same between. It's not the same. I'm not saying no, I'm offensively. Not s- I don't think it's the same between uh, Ja and because the the um, with the Jazz you've got playmaking capable. Like you've got um, oh my god, I'm blanking. Uh, you know that PG's dad. What's his name again? Oh, Bogdanovich. No. PG's dad. Mike. Who's PG's dad? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Bro, how am I playing? Paul George. Paul George's dad. Who is Paul George's so father? Uh, Australian. Oh, Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. Oh, Joe Ingles. <laughs> he, he has a lot. He, he takes on a lot of the playmaking responsibilities. And then you've got, you know, Jordan Clarkson off the bench, who has a lot to do with the offense yeah. as well. So I think their team is a lot more well rounded. Whereas, like, Ja is. Obviously, you've got Desmond Bain and things stepping up. But yeah. Ja has a lot more offensive impact. Yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I just do think Donovan Mitchell will get some starter votes. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. you know, I don't. I'm, we're saying, look, we're saying, like, when we're saying look, I think like in the, like West, the favorites. We're saying I the favorites. Like, one hundred percent lock is Jokic. Yeah, yeah, he's. 100% I think Jokic lock. might be the only lock in the West. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was May- going through it, I, when I was going LeBron through. It, well. I was actually kind oh, of. Oh, LeBron, sorry. LeBron. Oh yeah, LeBron. He has to be, yeah, LeBron. He has to be a lock. When I was going yeah, through it, because I was going through the voting, and I was looking, I was like, the West is looking kind of weak in terms of like locks. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, LeBron and Jokic are the only locks. Yeah, exactly. Then you could can be anyone. Okay, so let's let's run through our our personal ballots then. I I've gone for John Morant and Steph Curry. I think obviously the slump is a is a very um, relevant argument, but I still think even having Steph Curry on the court is dangerous enough. We're not doing that, man. Why are we not doing that? We're not doing that because. <laughs> but I, he's adding wins to that team just for his presence. No, no, no. Yes, and he's still yes. he's still averaging high twenties. Guess what? Yeah, he has pro- he has gravity, but literally. I think it's overstated. We act like Curry's the only player that has gravity. Like, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying LeBron's presence is LeBron's presence is there. I know, I know it's more visibly clear because of obviously his three point shooting. But when he shoots, when he shoots six for twenty seven, I don't want to hear anything about or oh, his presence alone. Like, like no, he <laughs> he's been, <laughs> he's been in a slump since like I think it's November thirtieth. 
or something. It's been yeah. wild. And the season starts in, in November. Like, come on, like. Well, no, it starts like uh, the end of October, right? So middle of October, yeah. So like, th- like two thirds of the season, he's been slumping. Well, well, I, I still think even even still, Steph Curry is such like he's almost because he's such a superstar. Where are we talking he'll about? He'll be there. We've got if a, I'm if I'm saying like the deserving player, of course, but yeah, that's what we're talking about because. Um, we're talking about he's going to be a lot to start. I, yeah. I, yeah. I know Steph Curry is going to start. The he is going to start. Steph Curry. He is going to start. If we're, we're talking just talking about our personal, I would have changed my list a little. Yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah. We're talking about our personal. We're not talking about predictions. All right. If we're doing personal, I'll yeah. switch. I'll switch Steph Curry out for Chris Paul. All right. I'll switch. Yeah, yeah. We're, Steph doing, we're not doing predictions. We're doing. Okay, we're doing personal. If we're yeah. doing personal, I'm doing Chris Paul and John Moran backcourt. I think Chris Paul um, is the best player on the best team in the league. Personally, um, he's. Walks into a 15 and 10 night every day, every every night. Um, the, the clutchest player in the league, statistically, still in the league. Um, I mean, I saw a tweet the other day. I thought Devin, well, Devin Booker and thing are there, like neck, neck on there. Who, Chris Paul and Devin Booker? Anyway, I've only seen them together, like it said something about they're both leading in like I think categories. I'm pretty sure I heard on a podcast the other day that Chris Paul was still the clutch player in the league but I didn't fact check that but I probably should have um, but Chris Paul um, leader of that offence great defender still um, so I, I've got him in there Ja Morant as we said having a breakout season 26-8 and eight, probably the most improved player in the league um, massive reason why the Memphis Grizzlies are top three seed in in the Western Conference, um, who, who's your two backcourt? Yeah, I've got Ja, I've got Book. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at. I think him and CP3 are interchangeable. I think. I just uh, think. I just think Chris Paul has more value in wins. I understand that. I definitely That's understand that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he because just from just from having him on the on the Thunder, it was clear like he he's, he brings a culture shift. He's a winning player uh, anywhere. He's definitely he goes. a winning player. I do like Devin Booker has been playing out of his mind though. Oh, um, of course, yeah. But yeah, with with uh, with with CP3, it was really interesting. Yeah, I saw a tweet. It was like um, it's like it's crazy how CP3 yeah CP3 has physically outlasted like um, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, Jordan play, yeah. That is insane. That As is a, crazy. I mean. Giving him six foot is nice. Like he's probably five yeah. eleven. Like it's he, insane. He's been so impactful in this league for nearly you know, that that two second decades. run. Yeah, that second run of the Rockets. It was looking shaky. Um, but I think that's because he had such like he, he was almost playing with an, another point guard. No, but I'm talking about injury rise. Oh, okay. Yeah, physically, uh, it was looking like he wasn't going to be able to get over this hamstring. Yeah, but now he issues. looks like one of the fittest. Like he never misses a game now, does he? Yeah, he's Chris on that Paul. vegan. He, he switched to that vegan diet, didn't he? <laughs> um, so, you, you've gone for Book and Ja. You've gone for yeah. Matters? Well, Ja is one, one of them, 100%. And then for the second, like, I don't know. Like, for a second, it can be Book, it can be Chris Paul, it can be Curry. You're not mad at either of them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, I don't really I think it. they all deserve it. Exactly. The Suns, on performance, I think the Suns boys probably deserve it over Curry, but... yeah. Curry's such a big brand. Yeah. He's not gonna. And then I've stuck the with the Suns for my uh, my last forward spot. I put Aiden. That is controversial. Yeah, it is. You put so. I would I would go for Rudy Gobert personally. Um, so tell me tell me why DeAndre Aiden deserves it over Rudy Gobert. Uh, I originally had Rudy Gobert actually. Uh, it is literally purely record based. To be honest with you. Okay. Um, you know, very very similar stats. Obviously. Uh, you've got you've, yeah you've got eight and uh, you know sixteen and well basically seventeen and ten. Gobert what's he sixteen and fifteen? Something yeah. Like that. Uh, you know, eight ends at you know sixty four percent from the field. Uh, but yeah, it's just purely off uh, the Suns deserving to have two stars because of their record really being the best team in the league. But three stars? Uh, not three stars. Oh, we're talking about stars. Yeah. Talking about stars. Oh, well, I don't have three stars because I've got a jar. Oh yeah, yeah. I have yeah, one yeah. or the okay, other. Okay, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. Yeah. Um, I just think Rudy Gobert. Um, if we're talking in terms of impact. Yeah, because I really on the defensive end. I had I had Gobert, but the problem is we know we all know what his impact is, but it has to translate directly. I know it's not fair that the other teams are holding him back, but we don't give 
every season that the that the Warriors haven't been the first, you know, top in defense, Draymond didn't make it because they weren't top in defense. Because we can talk about impact. There's other players that have that same impact, but it's not trying. It's not directly translated to be them being the top anymore. Yeah. So at that point, it's difficult to justify that. Well, I think with so I'll give my four sports. I've gone Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and LeBron James. Obviously, LeBron James. Um, I think Draymond Green, a lot like Rudy Gobert, um, you've seen a night and day impact since Draymond Green has gone down in in the Warriors' defense, and that has resulted in them falling behind the Suns in terms of record. Uh, Draymond Green, he's the facilitator for that offense. Uh, makes Steph Curry better, makes Clay Thompson better. And on defense, I mean, a lot of people have called Draymond Green the best defender of all time. I don't know how accurate that is, but um, his ability to guard any anyone on the floor, switch onto anyone, uh, his IQ on defense, uh, always, always takes the right read. Um, I think Draymond Green is... Probably Golden State's most impactful player. I'm not saying their best player, probably their most yeah, impactful player. I really wanted to. I, I I've tried so hard. To put and it's tough if if you I don't. I wanted him so badly. It was just the it's just the stats are so low. This is the thing. But if I you don't, really wanted to. If you don't watch basketball every day and don't look and you look yeah. at face value from a statistic. His stats do not do him justice it, at all. His stats like, are, not, are not great. Like his stats on paper aren't great, but because because of, because. The Warriors have done so well this season. Are top two in the e- in the West, um, and they're kind of looking back to reminiscent of that those consecutive finals appearances. Um, I think a large part of that is to do with Draymond Green. And I think uh, the Warriors are a lot more reminiscent of the playing Warriors without Draymond Green. Um, and I think that's his big- the biggest compliment you can pay to him. And with LeBron. It's LeBron. Yeah, if LeBron we were doing is, reserves, I would definitely have Draymond. I don't care about his stats. Yeah, I would have Draymond. Because it's just it's just the impact, like the impact. I don't think any player, apart from maybe LeBron or Giannis, has as big an impact on their team. And Both to do ends. to do that without putting up like impressive stats like the other, those other two do, is a testament to how great a player is Draymond Green is. He is a system as much as Steph is a system. Yeah. Must ask your forwards. Well, Jokic and LeBron. Uh, well, I didn't put. Oh, I didn't you put did, yeah. I, well, you didn't put Jokic. <laughs> I was Jokic. like, <laughs> I there's no Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> okay, Jokic. I'm taking out. Go bear. Yeah, like Jokic is like there's yeah. no way yeah, like he's yeah. Just, we're, we're we're carrying on with the, with the Go Bear slander on this point. Jokic, Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Right now, yeah. Look, Jokic is the best player in the NBA. Yeah, like he's just. Every night he just come in and yeah. show like shows. I was watching a, a breakdown of his forty nine point triple double, and in the second half I think he had thirty two, ten and seven or something, um, and it's like they showed com- on consecutive plays what he was doing, and it's like he's either setting in his guys up for a wide open layup, or he's hitting a, a logo three, or he's. Um, no, draw, he's drawing a triple team f- to a wide open man in the corner. Um, like his presence, we talk about presence. Jokic is one of those players yeah, that has, has that presence. presence. And all assists aren't built the same. Like, yeah. playmaking isn't just assists. Like, the way yeah. he sets up plays where it's the hockey assist, mm. where he's just putting players in position to, to give then, the pass. Yeah, to give the pass. You know, he just he has a read for the game that's like unmatched. Like, you know, and especially when I. Basically every night it's Jokic against other team, yeah. Because other Nuggets players. I mean, just... right now he is their offense. Yeah, exactly. He's just their offense. You could put. I think you could put any combination of players around him. His game wouldn't change at yeah. all. And the players that you put around him would benefit from just being. Well, he's on the, the most disrespected MVP I can remember. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if if Jokic can keep this level of play out for him two, three, four seasons. He, he could easily be the most skilled big man of all time. Yeah. I think already, if we're talking about one season, two season peaks, he probably has shown that he has the most skill of a big man ever. Oh, yeah. I feel like if he was drafted about, I don't know, three seasons earlier, he'd be in the top 75 over AD. And it's it's such a shame like how how the, the media chooses to cover him because, you know, if yeah. it almost feels like he has to hit a game winner or yeah. like... Or like scream when he hits a three pointer or something to just get 
on Sports Center. Like, talk shows didn't even talk about him winning MVP or anything. Exactly. And then like, Nick Wright, your best friend. <laughs> I <laughs> do not associate me. <laughs> no, let me look into the camera. That was unbelievable. Do not associate me with Nick Wright whatsoever. He that, made one. A, a dead <laughs> clock is right twice a day, right? Yes. Like, look. That was unbelievable yeah. slander. I do not, bro. I, I, I'm, su- I'm surprised the Jokic brothers went, didn't show up at his front door. That was <laughs> crazy. Wait, what, what he said, like, he'd be the worst MVP in... Like, 30 years or something. But it didn't yeah. even make sense. What was this thing? It was that because he wasn't already an all-time great, like, I think one goes before the other. Yeah. Not, <laughs> like, you, you win and then you become one, like... Like, Michael like, what Jordan was, was he talking about? great, like... Yeah. I, look, I love Derrick Rose, but... Like Jokic's MVP is more. Is, is more I we're ending the episode here. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, if, we, if we're talking like, yeah, yeah, come on. He but, had one of the best seasons, like statistically and everything. Right now, I think he's having one of the best seasons. In Highest the NBA, P- yeah. PR of all time. And that same graph I referenced earlier with Trey Young, it was it was defensive points saved and, and the offensive like, points added. And on the graph, Jokic is clear. He's clear out of everyone. It's like everyone's grouped together, and it's just Jokic. Yeah. Oh, what is it? One of them ones? I swear they be, they be. Um, they'll do ones where they will have like some teams that aren't on the graph, when they, and yeah. they'll be like that. They're like, wait, because <laughs> I saw one of the Hawks. But yeah, um, yeah, that's the thing that's underrated as well of Jokic is that his his defensive impact is quite is quite good as well. Yeah, he's, he's became. He's, he's a good defender. Yeah, he's a good defender. Yeah, yeah I do, I, that's what I hate about. He's very him, patient yeah. on defense. He doesn't really he doesn't really um, overreact to any pump fakes or. He yeah, just, he he's just, just takes really his time. savvy as well with like steals and things, getting his hand on on loose balls and stuff. Pause. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> that was the quietest pause. Yeah. Pause. You gotta save your chest, man. <laughs> Trust but, me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know. Um, but yeah, I can't believe I didn't even say Jokic. That's that's the thing. Even I forgot about exactly him. like the the propaganda's working, man. It's because the it's the media. Like why they don't talk about him? If he had a, if he had a social media and was posting like funny stories or like um, or like pictures of him hitting game winners, like he'd he'd be so much more talked yeah, about. If he was using like forty emojis, posting his highlights, like, yeah, like, like, like LeBron or something. <laughs> I think like when everyone's like says, oh, like probably when Kawhi finishes his career, we won't hear anything from him. Jokic. Jokic is definitely the, yeah. he's going back to yeah, Serbia he's, he's uh, b- making his own farm and he's living there he's going to be fat I oh can, 100% he's going to be so fat <laughs> yeah but now he'll yeah, be living life it's just, it's just mad like going back to what I said about him defensively how players are able to like retain their reputation over like several seasons like you'll still see people saying oh DeAndre DeAndre Jordan you know he wait till the play did you see did you see the thing with um, Westbrook's brother in the spaces nah so um, when Russ was having like when he was like down real bad like um, and obviously there was like Lakers spaces I see a Lakers space like every game <laughs> yeah swear. there is one and they were just game. slandering him they were like oh Westbrook's trash like I'd rather get someone off the street and then Westbrook's brother joins it and then they're like oh yeah Westbrook oh, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest players of all time <laughs> like oh, no. but one of the things and no one checked him like West. uh his brother said that wait till the playoffs. DeAndre Jordan is a playoff guard, like, and you still yeah, pe- that guy has not watched basketball since 2015. Yeah, and you, <laughs> see, you see people still saying stuff like, oh, like, yeah, DeAndre Jordan's a rim protector or Rep- saying things. Reputation like, is so powerful. Isn't yeah, it? it's so yeah. powerful. Like Jokic doesn't play any defense because I'll see Skip, Skip Bayless like talking about, oh, give me give me Embiid over Jokic any day. I'm pretty sure uh, you can find um, uh, Jokic uh, slander every every day, literally. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. The media do when they do talk about him, it's always slander. It's yeah. always comparing him. I, w- I would love to see how they would react if if the Nuggets end up winning the championship. I bet it'd be a fr- complete one- 360. Oh, 160. Uh, no, it won't. They'll, they'll, <laughs> no, it won't because um, they, they'll, they'll be like, oh, Jamal Murray. No, but know. they did the same with Giannis. Giannis, oh, he can't lead the Bucks to a title. He can't shoot, so he can't be the number one guy on a championship winning team. Now he's he's loved everywhere. Oh, he's the face of the NBA. Oh, he's one of the greatest big men of all time. Oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm just talking about psychopaths like like Skip Bayless who will and say that it's, it's J- Jamal Murray his offensive talent that, that guy should not have a platform man <laughs> he should not have a platform he's <laughs> just crazy crazy so your front court remind me uh, Jokic obviously yep. LeBron obviously yep. and he, I, I have to go for my guy I, I'm sorry no, yeah, I, 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 I know it's like oh he, yes no but 
I'm going for Jonas oh, Valanciunas. Yes. I don't care. What? I don't starter. care. I, I don't care. I don't care. I will defend that guy. You can leave. Off you go. I don't care. He's having a great season. Yeah, I know Pels are down bad. Credibility of our podcast is in the bin. The credibility is in the bin. Of me. Don't care. Like, right. No, I, I respect that you're, you're... I'm backing him. I don't care. I'm backing him. You're putting him. yourself on the line. Listen, exactly. So I don't, I don't sure, sure. Listen, listen. He is on my... Look, he's on my fantasy team, right? Like, <laughs> I, I see his I see his counts that's in his numbers. Remind, remind, me, where the, remind me where the Pelicans are. Listen. Yeah, but we say we're... No, there's a limit. There's said, limits No, no, to but it. I feel like... I we're feel not like talking if, about players. It, it's, it's within reason. Like, it's also, not yeah, the if, worst if team if in the league. They're 11th. They're what? Two games back from playing, two two games back from the playing. Yeah, is, is so the playing is counting as success now. Bro, he's probably not gonna be. He's he's not gonna be a reserve, bro. What are you no. talking about? Yeah, I think Brandon Ingram has way more chance. Oh of yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, probably. Yeah, one hundred percent. But I have to back Look, him. Man, I, I appreciate. I appreciate I, what I, he does for my fantasy team. Yeah, I gotta back that him. That is I don't left care. field, bro. That is way out. <laughs> you were like LeBron, obviously. Yeah, I, obviously. I don't care. I, I, that's that's from the left, I have to back him. Let me see. Let me let me see. He's eighteen twelve, average eighteen twelve. Has. We didn't even we didn't even talk about Carthony Towns. To fair, when I vote for, yeah, I, I voted Kat, for Cat would be Kat. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, though. I know. Um, but I just had give me Wiggins now, <laughs> <laughs> I had to make it spicy, you know. Okay. All right, no, in that case, <laughs> let's put let's put Shea in there. Let's nah, put Shea as a as a guy now. Like, come but on, yeah, man. yeah. To be fair, what are we doing? Then, it would probably be if Pelican is one hundred percent Andrew Wiggins. Not that. Sorry, Brandon Ingr- Ingram. If he Pelicans is all star, but from the West, if it's big guy. To be fair, just just the fact that he has that he feels comfortable saying that kind of shows how weak the West looking in that yeah. in that space because yeah. you got players like Data Davis who are just like. Well, the fact that there was even a Valentinus campaign <laughs> speaks a lot to that. I mean, Valentinus is having a good. Don't he's having great. He's having a great. Eighteen and twelve. Yeah, eighteen and twelve. Yeah, but. I think he's like second in double double. He's doubles. saving my fantasy season. If he if he was in the if he was in the East, he would not even like. Don't I don't think they'd even start a hashtag for him. Yeah, for forwards, they wouldn't yeah. even start a hashtag. I think no. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Cat is a interesting one. It's kind of almost but changing he, he my mind. He missed quite a lot of games, I think. But who hasn't? How many? So, yeah, who hasn't? Actually, everyone has, and, and they they're they're seventh. Seventh well. positive record. They, yeah. Timberwolves positive record. Twenty four and twenty three. Exactly. Same, same as the Celtics. Yeah. Oh, no, Celtics twenty five and twenty four. So a little bit. Actually, no, it's the same ratio. Yeah. But um, I think Cat is such a three level scorer. Yeah. Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Nine and four. Uh, fifty forty eighty. Like fifty forty eight from a big man is Sorry, insane. Sorry, Jonas Average. Fifty forty eighty as well. Yeah, but on how many how many less attempts? A lot more, a lot less. Exactly. And but the thing is with uh, Timberwolves this season is more about Anthony Edwards than Anthony Towns. Is it? I think I heard more about Edwards than Towns. I don't this think season. you hear anything about the Timberwolves full stop really. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's why I think. True. And Cap- Edwards is mostly about his interviews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think. Right. They didn't call him himself Black Jesus the other day <laughs> after 40 games. Yeah, 40.0 40. assists. Yeah. Strictly buckets. That's a bucket, man. Strictly that's, buckets. That's a pure hooper right there. But if if we're talking about like impact on the team, obviously, Kat is... Yeah. He's the face. Um, I think I'd love to see him get out of there, man. Free, free that guy as well. Because they're just a... I know they've got now a nice little young big three, but um, I think Kat is kind of ready to contribute to a, to a winning franchise now yeah, he's, he's had a long 100%. time with the Timberwolves and a, a long time not making the playoffs the one time he did make the playoffs was with Jimmy Butler um, and he's spoken so glowingly about then, that they didn't have a great playoff run but he's spoken so highly about yeah, that experience yeah. so you can tell he he really wants that as well yeah well didn't he call it like his, the winning season or something yeah I'm pretty sure it was like last game of the season between Timberwolves and, and Nuggets and four wins when they had Jimmy Butler they were the third seed and then they dipped so like or the season after no, like the season they had Jimmy Butler, they were the third seed until Jimmy got hurt, and then yeah. they nearly missed the playoffs. Yeah, they they snuck in on the last day, didn't they? Yeah, last game against Nuggets. Yeah. That that just tells you how good Jimmy Butler is. Yeah, what a player! 
That's my guy forever, man. That's my guy. Um, Until he knocks out you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he'll, he'll, he knows how long he's been, so he'll take that series. <laughs> nah, but I, I, would love to, I would love to see a, a Heat Bull series as well. I think that'd be a good series. I think that'd be a very good series. To be fair, like, I don't know how, but Heat just snuck in, into first place in the East. Who the Heat? Yeah. I think it's because... Um, just like... They got their, I think they got their guys back at a good time. Yeah. They got their guys back at a good time where um, the Nets lost KD. Uh, we lost a lot of people as well. So they got their guys back at a good time. Um, but they're like, no, it's I'm too, not taking away anything from them. They're yeah. a great team. And it's like anyone, one week can just change it all up. Exactly. Oh, That's how tight it is. Like, um, we, we went on a nine game win streak and we're still only like two games, two games ahead. So, um, and then we went on like a. We lost four out of six, and now we're in third. So it can it can change a lot, um, but yeah. So let's let's go back through our our ballots in case anyone's confused because this has been a bit all over the place because yeah. we forgot Jokic and stuff. But um, <laughs> so West, I'm going um, Jar. Who's my other guy? Chris Paul, LeBron, Jokic, Jokic Green. That's my five. Who? Jokic Green, Draymond. Oh yeah. Yeah, West, I'm going Jar, Book, Bron, Aiton, Jokic. <laughs> Aiton is wild. <laughs> you should have got you should have got the same reaction. <laughs> no, nah, like no, Phoenix no, are first in like no, in the league. You can't no, but yeah. I even I even think Carnfield Towns deserves over. Yeah. 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 But what do you mean, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gary, Gary right, go, on, go on. Yeah, I'll go, go with Jar as I said, like for other guy. Yeah. Is either mine and then LeBron, Jokic and Kat. Alright, just pick another guy. Back okay. Back Jokic, uh, uh, LeBron, and uh, JV. JV. I'm back him. Valentino. All the way. Number uh, 17. Say a guard, because we can't have some guy. Just say someone. Curry. Curry, okay. And then for the East, we were the same, I think. Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. Well, I know you, you guys, didn't have You KD. had Jared Allen? <laughs> you convinced us. <laughs> no. We, we. Yeah, we had, had the same. Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan. KD, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Um, yep. um, yeah, so those are our ballots. We will get into reserves, but that's going to take... It's we'll, going to be long. We'll do that on another episode. Close to the time. Maybe. Well, it's... Yeah. What, two weeks? Okay, let's get... Now? Should we give some honourable mentions just quick? Yeah, go ahead. People that deserve it, that probably won't get it. I'm saying... Darius Garland? Start, uh, in the starters? No, just, just, just to be an all-star. I just want to throw it out. Just say any player. Don't oh, worry okay. about positions. Darius Garland, yeah. having a great year. Uh, really emerged really taking the next step as a playmaker as well yeah. um, and is the leading scorer on that team and they're third in the East so I think for Cleveland I think Cleveland will have one I think it will be between yeah. your guy Joe Allen and Darius Garland who gets that spot um, anyone else? Sabonis Sabonis I think he will be an all-star he should be um, especially with the KD is out now he has more chance to get yeah. into All-Star if and once he you stays get, in the East. Yeah, once you get in, like, once you've been an All-Star, it puts you in a position yeah, where does, yeah. when, when they're like, oh, we need a reserve, we need a backup, they'll go for yeah. him because he's established. Uh, you have a suggestion? Carl Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah. Jason oh, yeah. Jason Tatum. He'll be 100%. Jason Brown. Uh, Jalen Brown Brown yeah. should, should be as well. mentions. Um Anyone else at the top of the East? East. I, I think the Bucks only get one Yeah it's going to be the Bucks yeah, get Because one. both yeah, missed a lot out. of games Middleton yeah. and And Middleton's uh, not having his best season yeah, Exactly um, Philly won't mm. get to Miles Bridges Yeah that I was, I was, I was Miles Bridges Lamelo. 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 See I'm, I'm, I'm okay with leaving Lamelo out Because he's got a lot in his future Oh yeah mm-hmm. I think Miles Bridges I 20. think he's one chance. Yeah. This, yeah. Obviously, I don't want to put a ceiling on Mars Bridges, but yeah. he's having a fantastic year, um, and the, the Hornets are doing quite well. So I, I would, I would love to see Mars Bridges. Other people say that's a fantasy legend right there. Put him in the fantasy <laughs> hall of fame. Fred. Yeah. Oh, Fred Van Vliet. He's having a great season. As Pascal well. Siakam's having a great season as well. Pascal Siakam's having a good season, but he missed a lot of time. He missed a lot of them. Like, um, if it was Raptors, it would be. I think Fred. the Raptors they could be a they could be a stumbling block in in that first round. You know. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they if everyone help, when they're healthy, they got they got exactly. a lot. Of but talent. they need to trade for a big man. Yeah, pressure is true. It hasn't really turned out how how they nope. thought. They need um, to trade for a big man. Get get your understanding, back. 
No, I'm, ha- I'm happy with him in New Orleans. Why? You are now. What, stat padding on a... F- yeah, exactly, stat a, padding. <laughs> on a lottery team. Yes. I'm happy with him there too. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then, but then why, why do you want Sabonis out of Indiana? Because I hate, I think Sabonis has a higher ceiling than the one tunes. Yeah, fair enough. That's probably fair enough. Yeah. By the way, hasn't it, isn't it crazy how... Remember, we talk, I think we talked about I don't know if it ever, we ever released it, but we, we spoke about <laughs> the adams Valanciunas trade. Yeah, and how that made no sense for the Grizzlies. Yeah, we did. But it's worked out per, like really well. I think it's worked out for both teams now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think well, the Pelicans don't really because like well, we'll, we'll never know. Out, we haven't seen Zion. We haven't seen Zion play, so we'll never know. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. When Zion comes back, we'll, that will be the real testament to how that trade went down. But Adams has actually been really solid in Memphis. He's actually been really solid. He's kind of he's a player that knows his role. He does what he needs to. Do, exactly. So I'm putting him forward for those. He's a, he's a <laughs> uh, in that in that space, uh, yeah, Ray Westbrook also called him a dominant big man as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw that that play the other day though on TikTok where he throws it off the the rim from the free throw. That was that's oh crazy. God. When I was watching that game, you know we actually lost that game still. Yeah, you lost that game. Yeah, yeah but I didn't even know that. Really? I, that's <laughs> you know that series was crazy because we could have we actually could have won that series, but what? But you didn't. Damn. Well, yeah. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you really, really out of G, man. <laughs> what's, what's up with the Celtics? <laughs> but no, um, yeah, with, with that series, I remember because like, Russ would be in the game, we'd be winning, and then you would come out, and then we'd be losing again, and then it, it would just go back and forth like that. Uh, Ennis, Ennis Freedom was <laughs> just getting lit up in the freaking world. Well, I, I, saw, I saw a report the other day that said... Um, Apparently the Lakers front office wanted to trade for Buddy Hield, yeah. But LeBron and AD convinced them to yeah, trade yeah, for I've Westbrook. Heard, yeah, I've heard about the, I just think, although obviously Westbrook is the big name, but it's Hill about the ceiling. Yeah, it's about the ceiling. Fit. I think the way they saw it, they just, they, was, they were trying to be like the Avengers, just get as much talent as possible. But I just they they probably didn't have a lot of confidence that they'd be able to beat. They they thought they had to match uh, the Brooklyn Nets firepower, I think. Yeah, probably. And then they also thought, you know. Last season they had but a lot they of injuries. They watched basketball. Like actually, yeah, no. Yeah. To be fair, in his last, in the last, like past January for the Wizards, Westbrook was unbelievable. Yeah, like Westbrook, like he started very slow for the Wizards, but like second half of the season, he, he, he willed them into the, I tried, into the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, like, I tried to give him the benefit playing. of the doubt. Yet the thing is, he's played really like he's played quite bad. Like at the start of the season when he was getting hate, those I was mid thinking, those mid ranges kill me, man. Just top of the backboard those every <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm like I can't I can't I can't do this anymore. Going bro. from watching Demar Derozan to seeing that, it's <laughs> funny. It's actually so funny. Yeah, no, but um, it is. Look, it is difficult. It's not a great fit, and it is difficult three years in a row to be on a new team. But True. the last yeah, month yeah, is just unexpected. I just think if if you looked at it from a spacing standpoint, even on paper, you could have seen these problems. Yeah, like going on, and you could have seen that Westbrook is such a high usage player, and so is LeBron. Yeah, it's, it's not a great fit. Yeah, so not a great fit Buddy Hill probably would have been a a, a better fit. More yeah, the worst part, and they traded a lot of guys as well. Listen, they so they traded those playmaker. They they traded all of those players, and without that salary, they were linked to Demara before as well. Yeah, and they could have. Apparently, Demara said he was times he was a Laker. This close. Yeah, like he, he was this close. If it was Laker. it was up to him, he'd be a Laker. Yeah, and Demara would be su- such a better fit because. Yeah. You could have you could run Demar out there by himself without LeBron and AD with the bench, and you could still like stay in the game. Um, That's what they thought they were getting with Russ. But yeah, Russ, I, I don't think Russ is capable of that anymore. But you know, we've people have yeah. doubted Russ before, so let's see what happens. But I, I don't. It's because Russ is already not like the most efficient player ever. So when he's, he's slumping, a turnover machine. When he's Jesus. slumping, he's slumping like yeah. when he's yeah. Yeah. But you know, I'll, I'll still hold on to him having a higher field goal percentage than Curry. <laughs> does, he, does he actually? Yeah. Oh, that is. That's painful. I think that's that's where we end the episode. That is. <laughs> we can. That's awful. It's bad, man. It's bad. Surely Westbrook is leading the league turnovers, though. Yeah, I think that him and Harden go back and forth. Yeah. But as they always have. Yeah. <laughs> It's like um, instead of the scoring title, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just a turn of a title. All right, well, yeah. thank you guys for joining me t- for today. James Harden, by the way. What? Leading, leading James in the tournament, James Harden. Oh, Russ, you got you got twenty four hours to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for joining us for today's episode of the Four Quarter Talk podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, 
We'll be back next week. That's a promise. That's a promise. We're out. Peace. <laughs>